Oh, yes, and welcome to... Yes, yes. Welcome to the Betting Brothers Podcast for week three. Week three. <laughs> it is Thursday, September 24th, 2015. I'm your host, Joe Nunes. And I'm James Nunes, co-host. And uh, we are the fastest growing show hosted by two brothers talking about football in all of Turkmenistan. Did you know that, James? <laughs> no, but I went for the bet that we were. Put it that way. Uh, anyways, uh, how did you do last week? We want to recap the listeners. I went, I made three plays last week. I went two and one. Uh, overall record after two weeks, we're sitting at four and one. Correct. What about right. you, big bro? Well, I, bro. I went uh, second straight week in a row. I went three and one against the spread. Well, both of oh, our picks yeah. are against the spread, by the way, which brings my total to six and two because I went three and one, three yeah. and one, six and two. Uh, we were both dead right on that Pittsburgh last week. Oh, I want to yes. congratulate you, oh, too. Yeah. I think three. by halftime we had won that. It was wrapped up 29-3. Oh, you know, I love those games where you don't even have to worry in the second half. <laughs> oh, those, those are the best. Those are the best. So combined record together, we are 9-3. Wow, that's amazing. Because we had the same game, so I'm not yeah. to count that as an extra uh, okay. win against yeah. the spread. But to combine, if you just went by our picks, you were you were, went 9-3 against the spread combined. Both of us, yeah, if you're taking our picks. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Uh, and let's keep it going. Should we get on to the picks? Well, why don't you tell the listeners how you can... Get reach us. How you can? Oh, I was gonna say that to the end, but sure, okay. we'll throw it. At the oh, front. I thought we usually want to do it in the start, but yeah, yeah throw it in the start and the end. Why not? Why not? Go. Why not? You can reach us on Twitter at Betting Brothers Pod or Betting Bros Pod, uh, and you can also email us at uh, Betting Brothers Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Okay. And you should actually get a Twitter account yourself so that the, the listeners can reach you. My personal account would be JoeyBats3. If you're going to reach me on Twitter that way, and I can post uh, things from there mm. as well about mm. the show. Yeah, maybe one day I'll yeah, get onto the Get into the social wave. media world. Maybe, you know? maybe one day. <laughs> Jeez. Anyways, let's get on to the games. Um, yes. I have. We are going on to week three. Week three. Yes. I'm hyper. Sorry, I'm hyper for week three. Yeah, well, hey, sounds, you, were, huh? you were hyped for week two for good reason. <laughs> yes. You know, you're talking about how you love week twos. You always make money yeah. in week two. And I yeah. backed you up on that, and we came through. Yeah. Well, I, I did make money last week, you know. We so. both did, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, this is no fluke. We actually put our research and time into it. Me, myself, I put plenty of hours yeah. into this, and... More than I should, because uh, this is not uh, my full-time thing. This is amateur betting that we would yeah. be doing, you know. Okay, uh, so what you want to start off week three or me? I'll, uh, I think let me. Yeah, I'll let you start yes. off, because week three yes. myself, <laughs> yeah. I found is a pretty tough week compared to last week and myself. I had so many games jump out the board at me last week, whereas this week it was very selective. Mm. Very selective few that jumped out at me. So let's let you start yeah, us a, off. Like I would say, there's a long season. You got, you know, you don't have to go ham or you don't have to go crazy on every uh, game, you know? Um, okay, so let me start off. First one. We have uh, the Cincinnati Bengals traveling into Baltimore. Um, and Baltimore is favored by two and a half out here. That's what I got It's too. Baltimore's home opener after opening up the season with two road games. Um... Now, both games, if we look at those road games, uh, Baltimore is 0-2, lost them both. But you know what? They played them close both games. Do you, do you Would you agree they could be 2-0 rather than 0-2 right now? 
yeah. If well, it wasn't for, yeah, I mean, they, they were close against Denver. Yeah. They were close against their, uh, Oakland. I'm just saying their offense. Put, their offense does look a bit shaky. Plus, they're, they're with, with the receivers, other than Steve Smith, who is really like he's an old hobbling. Player, yeah, really. But uh, they could be, you know, real. They realistically it could be two and zero rather than zero and two. Either way, it's a division game. They always play these division games mm. tough against Cincinnati, mm. against Pittsburgh, and so, even Cleveland. Cleveland plays tough against all three of these teams as well. So, so now when you look at Baltimore being 0-2, they're 0-2, but they're still a good team. They've lost Suggs. We mm. all know that. But they're still a good team. Um, you know, like I said, they... they, yeah, they, they they're, they're very strongly they, coached team. Yeah, and they now need to adjust to the loss of Suggs. Which I, on defense, which I think, again, they've had last game, last game to help them adjust exactly. <laughs> so I think I think they can get the, that they have some time this week against our uh, arch rival in their division that I think they can adjust. I like the coach, and I think he'll get the team ready for this one for this game coming up, especially their home opener. And so now, what I want to emphasize in this game, and let me start off saying. If you don't know by now, I am taking the Baltimore side at home at minus yeah, two that's and right. a half. Give the pick I up. do think they're going to win. Uh, let me emphasize the why. Baltimore, in the last two games, we're looking at four t- turnovers that they've, uh, they've had, they've occurred. Four, four turnovers in the last two games, three INTs in the last two games by Flacco himself. Mm. I think he can correct that at home in game three, in week three. Yeah, it's not... Typical, typical of uh, exactly, uh, and I think Baltimore one key asset in this game, or what key th- situation, or what they're going to be spitting throughout their team this week is let's minimize on these turnovers. If we can minimize on these turnovers, we stay in games. We can actually even win a one a game, one of these <laughs> games. It, they they know if Baltimore can minimize that this problem of turnovers. I think they have a good shot at beating Indy because Indy, that was, that was Baltimore's problem last year. Sorry, not Indy, I meant Cincy. That was Baltimore's problem last year against Cincy. Is they lost both games last year against Cincy. I don't know if you remember that. I believe but they got, true, but I, yeah, yeah, that. They got swept by Cincy, and it was mainly due to turnovers. Um, Baltimore had two turnovers in each game, in both those games, and Cincy won both those games. I think, but if we look further into Cincy and, 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 and Baltimore, it's Cincy right now who has been flawless in the last two games. I think you're going to start to see these turnovers. If Baltimore can hold the ball and not have the turnovers and, sit in it and the turnovers come Cincy's way, I, I I think I think this is Baltimore can pull it out. Now I just want to do a Sorry, quick pretty, stat on Cincy and QB Dalton. In eight games, he's got twelve interceptions versus he's had twelve interceptions versus Baltimore in eight games. Okay. I think this is where they're gonna pinpoint and head towards getting Dalton to make these mistakes again. What do you want to add there, buddy? I was gonna say, speaking of turnovers, it's for me or I I personally think it's hard to predict turnovers on a on a. On a regular, so uh, I don't. I like, agree. They it's should, hard. in terms of in terms of turnovers getting corrected. Mm. Yes, yes, that's more easier to predict than mm. than uh, a team turning the ball mm-hmm. over, like like the for instance, like the um, Indians yeah. against, against the Jets. Mm-hmm. 
but but I mean you're right about that, and I and that and my main point is I think Baltimore will correct itself in the turnovers, and I think what you've seen out of Indy or what have you seen over out of Cincy with no with um, I think they've only had one turnover in two games. I think will start to regress regress more to the means. You know they're uh -huh. not. Uh, I, I mean, anyways, anyways. Uh, I think that will regress more towards the means, but we'll see. The other point I like in this game is um, is if if we look at the line itself, yeah, it's staying under three. It's now teetering at two and a half, which which is typical. I of, think of the division. So games. yeah, so when you look at that, and, and when I look at that, I think you actually you actually think getting value for Baltimore staying under the number three. Why? Because I think it's a, a good team that's well coached being under three points in a home opener. Add to the mix that they're 0-2. It's, it's, I mean, I know it's early in the season, but you can pin out point, pinpoint games that are desperate desperation situations for teams. I think this is one of them. I say Baltimore... Let's go Baltimore. Get the first win against their division rivals. Because I'm... Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Point, on, point on Baltimore especially is I, I'm i not one to throw around must-win scenario. Correct. Especially this early Yeah, you, you're not the type to do that. You know, and I, I, you know but it, this term is getting thrown around for Baltimore in this game because their next three games are against... Uh, we got this one against Cincy. Then they're going next week, a short week, short week next week, uh, Thursday game against Pittsburgh. Then they're going into Cleveland, the very next game. So we got all three other division games, division games, and they are zero and two. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. now I'm not gonna say it's a must win, but it's a good situation for um, motivation for this Baltimore team. And on top of that. A good stat for Baltimore. Might me myself. I'm staying away from this game, betting it. Mm. I do have a lean to Baltimore, though. But and the good stat for Baltimore is that in September games alone, they're 15 and one straight up in their last 16 in, in September. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, but since his record in September is also not too bad. Mm. Uh, but it's the next three games against the division opponents for Baltimore, which is uh, tough for me to see, and especially after starting 0 and 2 with the. With uh, they got a new offensive coordinator, right? There, the in Baltimore. Yes, yeah, Tressman. Yeah, uh, it's, always, it's always tough to 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 gauge how teams going to go with a new off with new management. But anyway, <coughs> so your pick is Baltimore two and a half minus two and a half. Uh, not bad, not bad. I like okay. it. And let's move on let's to, move on to my pick. One of yours out there. Yeah, I'll go on to mine next. Uh, my pick. I'm gonna go for a third straight week. Third straight week in a row. I'm gonna go to the San Diego game. Oh. I San Diego Superchargers. Super <laughs> <laughs> yes, what about Mr. San Diego here? Okay, anyways, yeah, about San Diego. Sorry, I just wanted to. I just had to sing, <laughs> sing this song. Coffee on. off, uh, off, off, off topic. Yeah. Sorry, here we go. Let's go. Anyways, let me bring you back on. San Diego minus two and a half is my pick for for this game. Uh, it's the third straight game in a row I'm taking the San Diego game. I predict them right in the first two. I predict them to win the first game, lose week two. I'm going back to the wall with them again. I'm picking them to win this game. Now, it's weird how they turned out to be my, my strongest bet this week. Um, because I can't remember last... For the life of me, I, I don't think San, I was a big better of San Diego last year. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird how three weeks in a row... 
I'm on that team and I feel like I know that team strongly or strong enough to predict these winners. Mm -hmm. uh, so getting on to this game, San Diego is, I feel, is not getting respect from the public, first off. First I would agree. Mm -hmm. uh, after coming off a loss last week against uh, Cincy, when they played them really close, it was 24-19 game. And no one gave them the respect there for playing it close because no one gives Cincy respect with mm -hmm. Andy Dalton. So they don't care if you lost. As long as you lost, as long as you lost to Cincy, they look at it as, oh, you lost to Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's crap. And no respect to Cincy. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but it's true. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. And San Diego's defense especially is getting underrated. Getting mm -hmm. very underrated. In the first game, yeah, they let up 28 points to... Um, Detroit, I believe one of those was a defensive turnover, defensive touchdown. And that but, was mainly in the first half of that game. Yes, in the, mainly in the first half. They still held on to win it but, and made the key stops late in that in game. In the second half, they looked sharp. And made those key stops late in the second yeah, half correct. To, to win that game. Mm -hmm. Now, also in that game, they forced two interceptions from Matt Stafford. They uh, forced a fumble out of Abdullah. Didn't recover it, though, but they forced it out. And uh, on top of that, uh, they forced out the, 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 the fumble, and on top of that, they, um, where's my point here now? I lost something. <laughs> they were tenacious on defense, were, yes. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, they're tenacious on defense, and I think they're getting very underrated here. And Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, right, and so they forced out those fumbles, and then you're going on, then go on to last week, what they did last week. Last week, they went into um, Cincinnati. And they forced two fumbles out of Jeremy Hill. And Jeremy Hill is not a fumble-prone uh, running back. So to force two out of him, it's, it's some respect on their defense. They can, they can force out and strip those balls. Now you're, now you're Minnesota's coming to... Now they're playing Minnesota. And Minnesota has Adrian Peterson. And Adrian Peterson has fumbling problems. Well, so far, yeah. yeah right. In his career. His career, yeah. he's typically <laughs> had fumbling problems. At the end of his career, especially. Mm -hmm. And... He got two fumbles last week. Two or three, I believe. I think, I think it was two, but I could be wrong. Yeah, he's fumbling all over the place. So anyways, Fumbleitis, I yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I see the, the, the San Diego defense showing up strong for this one. Mm. And Minnesota offense hasn't shown me that they're, they could even put up the points that even Cincy or Detroit did in the first two weeks against them. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. Another point I got for that is San Diego is also... Um, 8-1 against the spread in, in the last September games, last nine in September. And also, Minnesota's a favorite here. The last 18 times, Minnesota's a favorite. They're 5-12-1 against the spread in their last 18 as a favorite. Mm, that's a good that's whereas, good whereas the flip side, San Diego is 12-5-1 in their last 18 against the spread as dogs. Yeah, that's good. That's good opposite trends for each other. I like that. I like that. Yeah. One's bad as a fave. The other one's good as an underdog. I like that. Yeah, good point. Good, good, good yeah, point so to pick th out there. That's why I'm, I have to go back to the well again. Didn't At the start of the week and Monday, I looked at this game and didn't look like I was going to be on it. But the more and more I looked at it, the more and more San Diego's growing on me. Watching that team and see, getting no respect. And now Minnesota, who was a darling. Uh... Everybody wants to jump back on them. On them, yeah. You know, yeah. because of a After, win against Detroit. Yeah, I know. After you know? a win against Detroit, it right. looks pitiful already. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, my pick is San Diego for that game minus or plus two and a half. Plus getting, two and a half. Getting points, getting points on the road, yeah. Okay. So, as as Vegas runner would say, yeah. sprinkle a little on the money line. <laughs>
Nah, shout out to VR. <laughs> so now, if uh, I mean uh, I I don't see it going to three, but if it does, you're you're running, you're running to the Bulls. Is that it? You're running. Oh yeah, three. three. I'm, I'm yeah. doubling my bet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this probably will. This probably will get to three. So, well, anyways, let's move on to the next one. Okay, no problem. Uh, let me pluck out one here for you, Joe. Uh, What's your next game on the board, James? Uh, my next game on the board is we have the Pittsburgh Steelers going on the road into St. Louis. And St. Louis is an underdog at home at plus one. Um, I am going to take the home team here in St. Louis, go against my Steelers, and take the points in this one. Mm -hmm. Um I think it's a great bounce back spot for St. Louis coming back home after playing such an unorthodox and, and, and I would say lackluster game in Washington where really you should have had the, the win. You should go into Washington and cover that. And, and it's, it, it's tough that you didn't cover it, but that's why I like this game even more because you didn't cover it. Um, yeah, well, it was a letdown spot. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, they didn't show up against that Washington team, and really, where the pass rush, I believe, was didn't do anything, and that's the strongest of the key. Now, if the pass rush doesn't show up for St. Louis, they're gonna have a hard time winning games. That's the strength of that team. Uh -huh. Defense, uh -huh. offense. That's the strength of the team. Pass rush. So, I, I think this week they will correct that problem, knowing that. And I've already mentioned they have the best front seven, the best four pass rushers in the league, in my opinion. And I think this is where you will actually see Pittsburgh's O-line get exposed. Uh, blitz after blitz will Jeff Fisher give onto Pittsburgh. And I think that O-line is really poor. It, they've looked decent now against a New England defense and then a San Fran defense the last two games. But still... In reality, if we check back to reality, they've lost Marcus Pouncey, their center. They look even worse than they did last year on the old line. And I think this is the key, and this is where St. Louis will take advantage of that game and take control of the game. Um, Short fields, three and outs. The game, I, I think the game will be, I, I can see the game being close. I can see the game being under. St. Louis takes it in that regard. What do you have about that old line? Yeah. Yes, you, the old line you mentioned of St. Louis is one of the strongest. No, the old line of Pittsburgh. Oh, sorry, of course, the, the, the pass the, rush of St. Louis is one of the strongest. The, yeah, the pass rush. Sorry, and that, that front line in general. Yeah. Um, now, are you concerned with arguably the best running back in the league coming back to play for Pittsburgh in Le'Veon Bell with his first game back from suspension? Do you feel I, like I, he's going to be an? You, do you feel he's not going to be an impact? Is what I'm trying to say. Um, he's, again, he's again, a high caliber player. Again, when we yeah, when we, yeah, but when we talk about impact, I mean, do you think it's going to have an impact right away, or do you think, or is that the thing? Is that do you think he's going to be a little slow off the start? And they're going to work him into the role a little bit, in, into not work him into the role, work him into, into. Uh, no, I think into the, their their playbook into their into, oh, into football, not the play. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like how are they going to incorporate him in the offense? Are they going to brush him back into the way he right. was before, prior to the injury, or is he going to ease him in? I think they're going to. I think they're going to want to use him. Force. I think they're going to go full force. I agree. But Dude, knowing that, I asked, yeah, I think they're going to go full force. Okay. I think that's why with Le'Veon Bell coming back, I think all it's going to do is just again create 
create that illusion in my or that perception of how Pittsburgh getting Le'Veon Bell back is going to be even more better, even even better on offense than what they showed last week. Right, and right. last week they showed like they're what the best thing in offense since what <laughs> since since uh, Randy Moss and the New England Patriots <laughs> and Tom Brady days, right? So I just think that's uh. that. I think that's just going to help more. With the public perception backing Pittsburgh, knowing that yeah. they look at yeah. amazing on offense, but again, oh, I think the every will, team, the public side will be Pittsburgh. I believe exactly. I think so, and I think, but I don't I, think it's going to be heavy, heavy volume. Bro. Okay, now I think it will. I think people are going to rush to to run, bet on Pittsburgh. And aside from that, like I said, going back to their own line, mm. this is where their own line looked decent the last two games. Here, they they they're going to get exposed here because of that. And now, if we look at Sanu's secondary, yes, they weren't the strongest last year. But in my opinion, I think they've upgraded this year since last year. If we go back to the last two games, just this year, mm. and it's a small sample size, but I will, I will give out the numbers. They've led up uh, against, since Seattle, 219 yards uh, in the air. Which, again, is not that, 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 right. that much compared to what you see happening in the league. Okay. And the second game against Washington, only 191 yards passing that passing yards that they gave up. So they actually looked better in the first two games. Mm. So it's kind of, you know, kind of going the way I thought where the secondary has upgraded. And I think because the secondary has upgraded, they can contain this Pittsburgh offense. And uh, I think St. Louis does enough here to get the win, you know. If I had to even predict the score, we're probably looking at 24-13. I do like the under in this game as well, but uh, let's just focus on this win. Yeah, is that your play? Yeah. Your play no, is St. Louis plus one at is home is my play. Okay, let's side. focus on that. That's interesting. I like that play so, too. Uh, I'm Evelyn there as well because uh, I'll add some points to yeah. this because Pittsburgh's playing the, the next game, the Thursday night game next week against Baltimore sure Division week, yeah. So maybe... Maybe possibly they're looking ahead and game planning more for that game because it's like a more that. important game. I agree. And uh, also, Pittsburgh is uh, nine and nineteen against the spread after a win of fourteen or more points. Yes, it's not a, yes. again. I'm not a huge trend guy. I don't think this is a key trend. I think the thing people should focus on more is that they have that game upcoming game upcoming. against Baltimore. Exactly. Uh, on Thursday on a short week. That, exactly. And good point you bring that up because I was going to bring that up and I'm glad you did for my side. Uh, I don't want to talk much more on that. I just, like I said, we want to look closely in the matchups and and uh, O-line versus the pass rush. Who do you want to take? St. Louis's or Pittsburgh's? Mm. Uh, I can't. I, I can't. I don't know. I, okay. can't say, I can't say I'm ready to trust Jeff, Jeff Fisher and St. Louis. <laughs> with, but I like the side. I lean there. I Fair lean enough. There. Okay. Why don't you hit one, hit one up for us on your next pick, Joe? Uh, my next pick, I'm going with uh, the under 42.5 in the Buffalo-Miami uh, game. I believe this is, uh, this is the 4 o'clock game. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, I like this because Miami, as you've seen, they're, they're, their defense is not clicking yet for at full capacity. Yet. You see that they're, they're not fully there yet, but yet their totals have been kept low. So as soon as they start and start progressing, getting better, I can see that I can see their totals just solidifying and staying as one of these these under teams. And then Buffalo on the flip side is yeah they scored a blowout in that game in uh, against in New, New England, England. Yeah. Or in like, England yeah against New England yeah. but 
Again, that was Rex Ryan going against Belichick. You can never pretty pretty yeah, good games. Yes, you gotta throw <laughs> that out because you're right. It's uh, two you know two different animals, anyways. Like you right. gotta throw that game out. I would agree. Yes. Right. And now you got Buffalo traveling down to Miami. Uh, probably be partying out. <laughs> but not only that, the last uh, three games between these these two teams went under in the head-to-head series. Um, not only that, but Miami is thirteen and one, uh, thirteen and four to the under versus its own division in its yeah. last uh, seventeen games. And uh, Buffalo's eight and two, uh, eight and two to the under themselves in their last ten overall. Mm. So all trends here are pointing to Buffalo. I mean, to, to this game going under. Um, but like I said, it's it's more so about these defenses that I like. I think and and, and combined with their um, they're still still learning offense yes. for both these teams. Yes, that's a good point. You know, you got a lot of, I was going to mention that for yeah. the Miami side. You got a lot of young uh, new wide receivers that they're trying to work in and incorporate mm. and. Mm seeing which ones could actually catch balls and which ones could stay on the team. And uh, on the flip side, you got Buffalo with Tyrod Taylor running that offense. And Tyrod Taylor, as, as interesting as, like, it's hard to say. I mean, when I, found, when I tell you this stat, it's going to be interesting uh, to know this. But Tyrod Taylor, in terms of sack percentage and, um, sack percentage and interception percentage, in that last game against New England, ranks as the worst ever in the NFL. Ooh, he got sacked eight times, I believe, in that game. He threw three interceptions. I believe he, I don't mm. know if he fumbled or not, but mm. uh, anyways, when you look at his actual stats, the stat, the box score doesn't look too bad, but when you dig deeper in that, see how many sacks he got, see how many times yeah. he had to drop back 38 yeah, yeah. times. In that game, you're right. You're right. You know, and I mean, even suppose in the beginning of that game, nobody can, nobody wants to talk about that. But you're New right. New England, exactly. New, New England, England kind of took a big lead, him. exposing him. I agree. Exposed how to exactly. So even Miami though, takes even though they scored over thirty points, yeah. they still showed a yeah. key a key plan and how and how, uh, mm. key exposure on on uh, that Buffalo side, the, the offensive side. So that's why I see this, these two uh, Miami taking a page out of that, keeping like it close, it. keeping Tyrod in check. I see a lot of pressure. In terms of in terms of upfront with Sue, yeah, going, I think you're selling me on this. I like that, Armando. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you're, so you're looking at Sue uh, having a much better performance than what he's shown in the last two games. Well, not just Sue. That that whole, the whole offense. Yeah. I, I, I want to do point some time to gel, but again, so is Buffalo. Buffalo's gelling at the same time yeah. too. So it's not like I'm going against uh, taking a team yeah. that's gelling, going against a team that's already established. Yeah. Buffalo still establishing yeah. themselves with their new regime too. And, and and Miami's defense did not look good last game against Jacksonville. We all know Buffalo's looked horrible against New England. So I, I like both of the defenses to bounce back. I like that pick. Good I think you're selling me on that, you know? Yeah. And uh, I want to mention, it is Miami's home opener because they have themselves That's have been true. on the road two That's games in the uh, first two weeks. So but I think you get a good effort by them defensively as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. let's move on to the next one. Okay, let me... So, you only have two plays this week, am I right? This those week, are those are my only two plays. I do then, have a bonus pick. I was going to throw a third one in there, but again, I couldn't pull the trigger. Let's on leave it. it to your bonus Twitter. No, I was going to oh. say why, why it t- turned into a bonus pick. Okay. Because I was going to have it as a betting play, as a bet for me. But uh, last night, I looked at it and I said, I, you know what, I can't, I can't actually put my money on this one. So, I left okay. it off my betting card. So, therefore, I'm going to leave it off my picks okay. today. And I'll leave, but I'll throw it in as a bonus pick because I think by 
um, Sunday, I will have a little bit, uh, a little bet on it somewhere, okay. somewhere. Not, not a big one, big one, but probably a bet on it somewhere. Okay. Let me give out my last pick because I'm only going three this week. And we are looking at the Indianapolis Colts going into the Tennessee Titans. Another division game. And we are looking at a total of 45 and a half. So you're playing the, the total then? I'm playing the total and I'm leaning to, I'm liking the over in that game. Now, over. some of my uh, trends here, I will see, well, like, let's start off with, uh, my first point, I see Luck being able to move the ball on a Tennessee defense that is not nearly as ferocious as the previous two teams he's played. I will again say the previous two teams he's played was Buffalo, who we all know is probably going to be a top 10 defense this year, and the New okay. York Jets, who Are the in best my defense. mind look like they're the best defense right now. Uh, the best team, they're the best team in the NFL, period. Yeah, exactly. You didn't learn this but now? You see this hat? You see this hat of Let's go on. Indy's O-line uh, <laughs> did not and isn't good. Yeah. But it isn't as bad as you've seen last game. Uh, I think they can give luck sometime here. And Tennessee is not nearly does not nearly have the same pass rushers as Buffalo and the Jets. Mm. So the him being able to move the ball in the air and play the, the offense, the offensive style he's capable of playing and has shown, I think will show up in this game. As for Tennessee now, despite the loss last game, Mariota did move the ball well. You know, in the last game, despite them losing, uh, they, it, it there, was, there were some turnovers. It, there were seven sacks in that game and three turnovers. Seven sacks? Seven yeah. sacks to Mariota and three turnovers that they Tennessee committed in that game. So they got pressure all kinds in that game. But Indy can. Exactly. But Indy is not the same. They can't produce that pressure. They've never been one of those teams that produce the pressure. They may get sacks here and there, but they're not ferocious on the line. Mm. They're not going to be... Their defensive ends are not going to be putting that kind of sacks and pressure. So, Tennessee, so, and, and on top of that, Indy's defense has some injury problems and concerns in their secondary. So, this will allow Tennessee, I think, to be able to move the ball as well. So, both teams being able to move the ball, um, you know, I think will will, will allow um, points and the ball being moved, will allow points to be scored and the game to go over, in my opinion. I've downgraded. Um, uh, I have a note here. Yeah, it's going to be hard for the secondary, uh, for Indy secondary, contain Tennessee and cover their wide receivers, especially if Indy doesn't have a pass rush, if it's non-existent. Yeah, and we true. both pointed out that they generally are non-existent in the pass rush. I've yeah. downgraded Indy's defensive ends and pass rush before the season started. And I see nothing so far to go against that. Uh, I see, I mean, I look at it as a shootout in the wild, wild west of Tennessee. <laughs> That's what I see, you know. Um, and if we look at Indian, in, just Indian, Indianapolis' offensive numbers in terms of points scored and luck the last two games, okay? Week one, scored 14 points only. Week two, they've only scored seven points. We know that Indy can score points. We know that Indy, especially if they're not playing a good team, if they're playing an, uh, an average or below average, which Tennessee is, 
I think they can pop off points here. Well, let me stop you there. I think that they could pop off points with a fully healthy squad. Now, that includes T.Y. Hilton. Now, T.Y. Hilton is a key, key, key part of their offense there because the rest of the receivers have problems dropping balls mm. or trust mm. issues, basically. Mm. Uh, and well, and that could be corrected if you have a very strong running game that's getting the ball going, but Gore is having his problems of his own there. Well, again, so so again, getting back to it again with Hilton, I believe is back for this game. Is he not? I think so. If he is back for this game, then yes, that that is a huge key or a huge addition for your total there. And I agree I, with that. I think even if he's not, though, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to make a difference because he's got. Players there that he can throw to. And speaking of Gore, I think right. this Tennessee is a perfect defense. situation for Vance back for Gore because you're playing now a defense that's really not great great at the pass, at, at run defense. Okay. So I think you'll yeah. be able to run the ball I in Tennessee. Do. You'll be able to do... I think Luck will be able to do what he does on offense in this game. And I think the Colts... Like I said, I, I just I, I think this is the game where they can actually come out and explode. And it's a perfect setup in terms of the team in Tennessee, the, the team that they play. Now, I'm not going out to far and say, oh, they're going to clobber Tennessee. This may be a close game. It is a division game. It, it may be a close game, but I do think both teams will be able to score in this game. I and I think Indy's strategy is going to be playing more offense than playing the defensive card. You know, against Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, so. you're, you're going to be thinking of the over here. This one, mm. I didn't even think about the total myself mm. in terms of this game. Mm. But now you got me thinking mm. more in terms of the total. Because I looked at the 45 and a half, and I didn't really put much thought into it. I just thought it's kind of where it should be and moved on. Mm. But you are making some good points mm. for the over. And I do agree with you in terms of Indy did play two of the top defenses in New York and, uh, and Buffalo. And Buffalo, yeah. So... I uh, can't add anything else to that. I, I, no, I no. agree with your points. You, you're right on on that. Okay. So let's recap our overall plays. So my first, my two plays that I'm going with this week are San Diego plus two and a half points against Minnesota. And I'm also taking the under 42 and a half uh, in the game between Buffalo and Miami. And I'll have a bonus pick for you on, on, uh, on Twitter as well. But that bonus pick does not count to win or lose. Does not count towards my overall record. And by the way, my bonus pick last week was Arizona. But again, that would not be counted towards the record. Mm. Even though that was a win and very nice, easy, easy win, by the way. Not to toot my own <laughs> So uh, let me... So recap your games. Let me recap my games. Your best If you guys bets. want to make money, uh, just follow these picks right here. <laughs> yeah. uh, first one. They're already making money by ba- following us from week go. one. <laughs> first game, Baltimore. Especially in Turkmenistan. <laughs> first game. Baltimore at home, minus two and a half. Take, uh, take Baltimore and don't uh, look back. The second game, St. Louis Baltimore, sorry, you give up the spread too. Did you give up the spread? Two and a half. Oh, yes. sorry, I didn't hear that. Baltimore at home. I mean, next game, St. Louis at home against Pittsburgh. St. Louis is underdog at home at plus one. Take the points. Take St. Louis. You're not going to go wrong there. Lock it up. Last game, I like uh, a total here. I like Indianapolis, Tennessee for the game to go over 45 and a half. Um, just lay down the money and don't look again. Uh, it should be a shootout there. So, five plays for you guys. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're looking at this week. Yeah, you win again. Your overall record is 4-1 and one against the spread. Mine is 62 against the spread. So, Whoever you follow, or if you want to follow both, either way, you're making loads and loads of moolah. <laughs> it's a long season, but yeah, that's uh, 
it's a long season, but uh, we started off in a, with a bang, and uh, let's continue. Uh, uh, so we one have just enough time to do a. Uh, if you want to redo that, do what we did the last two weeks and rapid fire. Yeah, uh, I like that. Quick picks on uh, what we thought. Our thoughts right now, as as, as of Thursday Again, afternoon. Let's do the uh, disclaimer. This is not plays. That it's not bets that we're looking to. The rapid these fire. These are not bets. Yeah. Yes, these are not bets we're making. These are not even leans. Not even leans. These are just, just initial. Uh, what, what what we're what pops in our head when we look at when we well you know some may be leans but again some of them again either way these are not bets we're making this is just how we think these could all first change. impressions these could all change by these our are case. all first impressions by when we've seen the team exactly yeah so let's go rapid fire so again what we're gonna do is we do is list off all the games that we didn't touch on and give a pick on this, just the side only not a pick but a, just our our uh, our thoughts on it. We're not thoughts. We're just gonna spit out a team and move on. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Okay, I screwed that up. Anyways, let's start off with the first game that we didn't touch, and that would be the Thursday night game, which is between Washington at the New York Giants. Uh, I got a line of three and a half for the New York Giants, minus three and a half for the New York Giants. Uh, let's uh, we'll, go, we'll count yeah. to three and we'll give our pick. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three. Washington. Washington. Oh. Okay. Okay, we're on to the next one, uh, to the Sunday game. First Sunday game that we didn't talk about would be Tampa Bay against the Houston Texans. In Houston, Houston is getting uh, minus six and a half points. One, two, three, Houston. Okay, on to the next one we didn't talk about. Uh, Philadelphia against the best team in the league, the New York Jets. At minus two, Jets are getting minus two and a half points. Uh, the count of three, one, two, three. Philly? I should have said, you know what? <laughs> I want to say Jets is over, but yeah. honestly, my I, I feel Philly. Okay. Clean, again. But again, yeah, I don't Not know if I'd be betting now. Yeah, exactly. Just, just first thing in our heads. Let's yeah, move yeah, on to sorry, the I should have spit it out. Yeah, don't worry. Just what first thing in your head. Uh, next game we didn't touch on is New Orleans at Carolina. Carolina is minus three, three point favorites. Uh, one, two, three. New Orleans. Carolina. Okay. Uh, to the next one, Jacksonville at New England. New England's getting 13 and a half freaking points. And uh, two, 13, and a half freak, 13 and a half points. Uh, our thoughts, one, two, three, New England. Uh, next game we got on that no one talked about is... Uh, Oakland at o Cleveland. Oakland at Cleveland. Cleveland is a minus three and a half point favorite. One, two, three, Oakland. Cleveland. Next game we didn't talk about Atlanta at Dallas. Dallas plus one and a half points uh, in Dallas. One, two, three. Dallas. Dallas and San Fran at Arizona. Arizona is getting six and a half points at home. One, two, three. Arizona. Uh, Chicago at Seattle is the next one. Seattle is getting fourteen and a half points on at home. Uh, one, two, three. Chicago. Chicago. Uh, Buffalo Land, we talked on that. Uh, Denver at Detroit. Denver is the three-point favorite on the road. Uh, one, two, three, Detroit. Detroit. And the last game that we didn't touch on, KC at Green Bay, uh, the Monday Nighter. Green Bay is a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. 
one, two, three. Green, Green Bay. Okay. Uh, so that wraps it up. That's a quick rapid fire rundown. You want to say anything to everybody before? Just let them know again where they can find us. I was us. just about to say that. Oh. Again, you can find us on Twitter at Betting Bros Pod. Oh, and you can also find email us at uh, Betting Brothers Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Okay. So wish hope everybody has a winning weekend, whatever they play. And uh, good luck, and we hope that. Uh, that We'll all be happy next week. We're all winners. (laughs) Peace. Take care.